The History of College Football is a podcast dedicated to preserving the college football gridiron memories from years gone by. Please feel free to visit our website at historyofcollegefootball.com. Thank you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to History of College Football. I am Jay Abramson, and I will take you down a gridiron memory lane. The national champions, the teams, the rivalries, the conferences, the Heisman winners, the rankings. Today, we will discuss Gil Doby, a coach who never lost at the University of Washington, where he coached for nine seasons from 1908 to 1916. Names like Walter Camp and Fielding Yost, Pop Warner, John Heisman, Newt Rockney, they littered the landscape of the early days of college football, and they were certainly coaching legends. Gil Dobie is not often uttered in the same breath, and let the echoes of time long since pass remind us of why this really should not be. He should be included. From 1908 to 1916, Gil Dobie coached the University of Washington, where he did not lose a game in nine seasons as head coach. Coach Dobie was undefeated for his entire tenure at the University of Washington, going 58 wins, no losses, and three ties, winning 97.5% of his games, joining a very small elite group of coaches to have never lost a game at the program they coached. Now, it's difficult to utter enough praise here, but see, there is more. You want to add on to that that his defenses posted shutouts in 46 of 61 games. That means three out of every four teams he held scoreless. The 1909 team, they went 7-0. They allowed one team to score. The 1910 team, they went 6-0. They, too, allowed one team to score. All the others, undefeated, mind you, allowed two or more teams to score. Now, how is that for excellence when you use that type of criteria as a ranking system to separate out Coach Dobie's teams? Coach Dobie's teams posted a 61-game of unbeaten streak over those nine seasons. That included five consecutive undefeated untied teams and a 39-game winning streak that spanned seven seasons from 1908 to 1914. The dominance of Coach Dobie's teams spawned a new era of West Coast football, thrusting them into the national limelight for the first time. Gil Dobie is in the College Football Hall of Fame. So how did this whole thing get started? Well, let, let's go back to 1908. In 1908, the University of Washington was coming off a 4-4-2 season, and it was a season where they wildly underperformed. Because, see, the season before, they were a one-loss team. So entering 1907, when they went 4-4-2, it was felt a change was needed. So Washington, looking for a change, was looking for discipline. They hired a 30-year-old, his name was Gil Dobie, and he had just coached North Dakota College of Agriculture to back-to-back undefeated seasons. Now, who was Gil Dobie? Well, he was born to Scottish immigrant parents in Hastings, Minnesota. At the age of four, he lost his mother. At the age of eight, he lost his father. He was sent to an orphanage. He ended up playing quarterback at the University of Minnesota, and then on to North Dakota College of Agriculture, and those two back-to-back undefeated seasons he coached. Now, in his first season, 1908, he ended up in that opening game, shutting out Lincoln High School 22 to nothing and defeating Washington High School 23 to five. He then defeated Whitworth in game three, 24 to four, and Whitman in game four, six to nothing. In week five, Washington faced Washington State and they played to a six to six tie. Now this is critical that we remember this. This is in the fifth game of the first season. 
He finished the season with back-to-back shutouts of Oregon and Oregon State, 15 to nothing and 32 to nothing. But see, right away, that first season in 1908, the fans at the University of Washington immediately knew they were in for a new dawn of football. Coach Gil Doby was an absolute perfectionist, known for inspecting the height of the blades of grass on the field. He was a master psychologist, leaking these imaginary weaknesses to the press to gain an advantage. He was a control freak, saying, I'm always right, you're always wrong. To him, there was no compromise. And as a tactician, his teams had the quintessential running game, complemented with early innovations in the passing game. He recruited speed, pushed his players for an up-tempo style of play designed to outwear their opponents. So entering the second season, 1909, Gil began the season with a 52 to nothing defeat of USS Milwaukee. He followed that with a 34 to nothing defeat of Queen Anne High School. The team was simply never challenged that entire season as they went undefeated, shutting out every team they faced up until the last game of the season. They won by scores of 20 to nothing, 50 to nothing, 17 to nothing, and 21 to nothing. And in the last game of the season, they faced Oregon, where they allowed a mere six points for the win as they defeated Oregon 20 to six. Now that season, they outscored their opponents 214 to six and won by an average score of 31 to one. So entering the third season, his team was riding a nine game winning streak and again, had not lost in any of the 14 games in the first two seasons. His 1910 team went 6 0, undefeated, untied, outscoring the opponents 150 to 8. They opened the season with a 20 to nothing shutout of Lincoln High School, a game played in a drizzling and muddy field. They went on to defeat the College of Puget Sound 51 to nothing, Whitman 21 to 8, Idaho 29 to nothing. And in week five, a record crowd turned out to see them face their in state rival, Washington State, because by now, fans were starting to take notice. They defeated Washington State 16 to nothing. The final game of the season was against the one-loss Oregon State team. Back then, they were called Oregon Agricultural. Washington dominated the entire game, shutting out Oregon Agricultural 22 to nothing, making 18 first downs to Oregon Ag's four. So in his fourth season, and now we're up to 1911, he had posted back-to-back consecutive undefeated untied seasons. Still not suffering a loss in any of the games in the three seasons he's coached, only blemish was that six to six tie back in week five of the first season. In 1911, his team went seven and zero, undefeated, untied, outscoring the opponents 277 to nine. The first three games were utter domination: 42 to nothing over Lincoln High School, 90 to nothing over Port Worden, and 35 to nothing over the College of Puget Sound. Entering week four, Washington faced Idaho. Ah, they wasted no time. As the kickoff was fumbled by Idaho, Washington went up 7-0 and ended up winning 17-0. In week five, they faced Oregon Agricultural, and now they're called Oregon State. They jumped out to a 17-0 halftime lead, and they cruised with a 34-0 victory. Week six, they faced an undefeated Oregon team in front of over 6,000 fans because interest by now is really building. Washington was simply too fast for the Ducks, and they won 29-3. In week seven, they closed out the season with a 30-6 defeat of Washington State. So entering the 1912 season, they had three consecutive seasons where they were undefeated, untied. And in the four seasons, only that one blemish in week five of season one, a tie kept this team from winning all its games. Coach Doby's 1912 team went 6-0, and undefeated, untied, outscoring opponents 190-17. to They started a season quickly, winning by scores of 53 to nothing over the College of Puget Sound and Bremerin 55 to nothing. And they cruised to win the last four games of the season. So entering his sixth season, 1913, again, Coach Gil Doby had not lost, except for a, a season one tie in that fifth week 
They had won every game. The 1913 University of Washington team really was the team that mixed the pass and the run with a perfect complement, speed, killing the opponents. Coach Dobie Gill's 1913 team was undefeated, scoring 266 points to 20. They had a three-game stretch in the middle of the season where they won by scores of 100 to nothing over Whitmerth, 47 to nothing over Oregon Agricultural, and 40 to 6 over Whitman. So entering the 1914 season, if you're keeping track, that is his seventh season, they had not lost a game. The only blemish, that tie in week five of the first season. They won their first four games, 33 to 6, 45 to nothing, 81 to nothing, and 28 to 7, which brought us into week five and a showdown with Oregon Agricultural, now called, that's right, Oregon State, on Halloween 1914. Now, Washington ended the game 5-0. They had not lost since 1907. Remember, this is 1914. And they had not tied since 1908. That meant they were riding a 44-game unbeaten streak, a 39-game winning streak, and had scored opponents 187-7, winning by an average score of 47-2. Oregon State entered the game undefeated as well, 5-0, and this was a battle of the heavyweights. In the first quarter, Washington drove down to the one-yard line of Oregon State, then called Oregon Agricultural, down to the one-yard line, but they were held on downs. That was it. That's the closest either team got to scoring that day, and the final score was a scoreless tie. Washington zero, Oregon Agricultural zero, Halloween 1914. They would go on to finish the season 6-0-1, but this scoreless tie was the only blemish on the season. Oregon would finish the season with seven wins and two ties. This 1914 team outscored their opponents 242 to 13. In 1915, Washington went 7-0. His teams outscored their opponents 253 to 14. So entering his last season, 1916, his University of Washington team had given up two ties and never lost. Well, they ran the table up until the last game of the season. Now, before the last game of the 1916 season, one of his players, Bill Grimm, was caught cheating on a history test. The student committee recommended Grimm be suspended from the school for one year, but having that suspension start after the season ended. A faculty committee overturned that recommendation, and they said November 20th, the date of the suspension. That was critical because that meant Grimm could not play in that last game against Cal. The players went on strike. Coach Dovey sided with the players. The players ended the strike, and Washington defeated Cal 14-7. One week later, Gil Dovey was fired for siding with his players. His firing was stunning because coach Gil Dobie was fired at the end of the 1960 season without ever losing a game in nine seasons. Aftermath, Gil Dobie went on to coach at Navy for three years, posting a 17 and three record, and then Cornell for 16 years, where he won three consecutive national championships, had three consecutive undefeated untied teams, and then two years at Boston College. He kept up his same practices at Cornell. He would tell his players, speed it up. He was fired from Cornell and commented, well, you can't really win a game with five beta cappers. At Boston College, he kept up the intensity on the practices, so much so that he actually fractured his collarbone when three of his backs crashed into him as he supervised the defensive side of the ball. In 1948, at the age of 68, Gil Doby became critically ill, suffering from nervous disorders. He passed away one year later at the age of 69. 100 people attended his funeral close to the campus of Cornell. History will remember Coach Gil Doby for never losing a game at Washington for nine seasons, recording 42 shutouts in 61 games. 
He'll be remembered for coaching 11 consecutive undefeated teams at North Dakota College of Agriculture and the University of Washington. He was known to never laugh, and he was given the nickname Gloomy Gill. His legacy, though, was that he was treasured, respected, despised, and feared. He's still the only college football coach to ever go unbeaten for nine seasons and get fired. History will remember the University of Washington, now called the Huskies as of 1922, to go on to win a split national championship in 1991. They produced such coaching greats as Don James and Chris Peterson. They nearly defeated a Wade Wallace Alabama team in the 1926 Rose Bowl. They defeated Wisconsin in the 1960 Rose Bowl, single-handedly turning around the plight of West Coast teams who had lost 11 of the 12 games prior to that Rose Bowl. They upset a number three UCLA team in 1966, and they lost to UCLA in 1969, a game that was socially significant because the Husky African-American football players boycotted the games, demanding they receive better treatment. They played in snowballs in the Apple Cup, produced such gridiron greats as halfback George Wilson, who famed sports writer Grantland Rice right, as one of the four best running backs since 1950. Quarterback Sonny Sixkiller and Warren Moon, running back Napoleon Kaufman, defensive tackle Steve Entman, Outland Award Trophy winner. It was a program that gave us the air raid siren. This is a program rich in history. But there was a time when for nine glorious seasons, the University of Washington under coach Gil Doby simply did not lose a game. With this head coach, they went undefeated for his entire tenure at Washington. He posted 46 shutouts in 61 games, boldened by an offense that put up numbers like 90 points in one game, 100 in another. Posted a 61-game unbeaten streak that included five consecutive undefeated untied teams and a 39-game winning streak that spanned seven seasons. There was a time when a man walked the sidelines at the University of Washington, showing the nation what coaching perfection really looked like. And there was a time, I wager to say, that we will never see again. Thank you for listening to History of College Football. I am Jay Abramson. Join us every Tuesday and Saturday for a new episode.